Why, hello. Today is Wednesday, September the 22nd, 2021, and welcome fall. Today is officially the beginning of fall, and so are you ready for your new season of autumn? Summer is over, but my mother used to call this part uh, Indian summer, so maybe we'll have a little Indian summer. Hi, this is Dr. Mary Sagers, and yes, it is Wisdom Wednesday. And we just concluded about what season of life you are in. And here we are with the new season of autumn. But today and next week, I want to talk about a few things uh, that could help us in whatever season we are in in life. About 10 things that you and I can do every day that will cost zero money and zero talent. So I'm going to give you the 10, but I'm going to talk about the five today, and then I'll continue with the remaining five (coughs) next week. But listen, 10 things that you and I can do every day that's zero talent and zero money. Attitude. Number two, passion. Number three, energy. Number four, effort. Number five, being on time. That's a big one. Number six, doing extra. Number seven, being prepared. Number eight, being coachable. Wow, that's a biggie. Number nine, body language. And number 10, work work ethic. So let's go back to number one, the big A, attitude. How we represent ourselves to our family, to our friends, to our co-workers, to the world is through our attitude. Some people say, um, you got a bad attitude. What does that really mean? Or some people say their attitude is so pleasant. It's your demeanor, your disposition, your your way of thinking, the way you do things. Life will never be a bowl of cherries, right? We realize that. However, it's how we respond to things that will judge us through our attitude. I can remember um, when my girls were younger and they were at that teenage age and I forgot years ago how I was at my teenage age. I had an attitude. I had an attitude with my mom. She didn't understand me, you know, her things, uh, what she was telling me was so old fashioned. And so I had to get a reflection when my girls were young and even my grandchildren now that when they went through the teenage stage, their attitude was just funky. Can anybody relate to what I'm talking about? So sometimes in our lives, our attitude can be really rude, but we have the power. We have the ability to check that by checking our attitude. Things may not always go the way we want it to go, but guess what? We can make a decision to say, you know what? It's not the end of the world. I'm still alive. I have an opportunity to rectify whatever that problem was. So our attitude is major. Because before a person even gets to meet you, they can check you or know you, get to know you by your attitude. 
And that's also with body language. We'll talk about that a little later next week. But our attitude tells everything about that person stuck up or that person uh, is whatever, you know, the bad attitude. And it's been a myth that black women walk around with bad attitudes. And that is a myth because uh, you can't just say one group of person or one group of people with this attitude. But yes, we can control that. And so how to do your attitude check is to make sure today is going to be the best day. It's a brand new day I've never seen before. Whatever comes my way, I can handle it with ease and with peace. I'm not going to let it move me off my square. I used to tell my grandson, don't let anyone move you from your square or your demeanor. So allow your attitude to be controlled by you and not by circumstances, right? Okay, number two is passion. Everyone in this world have a different passion. My passion may be similar to your passion, but it's the way our the way we are designed that my passion may be a little different than your passion. I love people, always have, always will. And my passion is to make sure that people live to their fullest potential and to know that they could be authentic in who they are. So my passion is helping people to get to that point, right? So when you have passion, it's like a determination or a drive that will help you to uh, do what you need to do in life. Also, passion can be considered, if you're working in your passion, that will cause you to have a happier demeanor. So your attitude will be sweet. Because why? You're walking in your lane. You're doing what you were designed to do. So make sure you find out what is your passion. What is your desire? What is your capacity that you could do without even getting paid? It's just something that drives you and you're determined to to live that thing out. The third thing I want to talk about is energy. Energy I like to refer to as your spirit. This is what causes you to do what you need to do. It's that inner strength, if you will. It's that inner strength that you have. And, you know, people will uh, uh, see the energy even before you open your mouth. I can remember being at an event and they had a speaker. She was awesome. She came in with a high energy. You could just feel that she was pumped up because that's who she was. She was passionate about what she did attitude was right along with that and so she had the energy and you know as she got up on that stage the energy was contagious you know and so people were starting to plug into that energy that source of power if you will that spirit that she had so we know that we can have energy as well so make sure and it costs you nothing but you allow yourself to allow your spirit your energy to ignite you to be who you are authentically. Number four is effort. You know, I said it takes zero talent, zero cost, zero money to have your effort. Have you ever seen a person that's just, I want to do it, but I don't have the desire to do it. There's no effort behind it. And what I mean by effort, you really have to put, like roll your sleeves up and be able to do what you need to do, whatever the task is before you. You know, uh, a little effort, a little, a little result. Great effort be a great result. So whatever you put your effort into, 
your 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 willpower or your um your desire to do something the effort will allow you to do that and that's within you and I we can do that every day and then the last one I like to talk about is being on time I, I am a person who loves to be on time uh give you an example going to church my husband and I it takes him an hour and a half to get ready. I don't know why. It takes him longer than me to get ready. So I always tell him the time is different so we could be on time. You know, you have to play that little <laughs> little game there. And I can remember years ago, I used to had to do that with myself because it seemed like I thought I had more time than, than I thought. And so I used to set my clock an hour ahead. Okay, really, it's really I'm ahead of time because my clock is set ahead of time. But I had to stop playing games with myself because I said, you know what? I have the ability. It is within my effort, within my energy, within my attitude to be on time. I can remember my mentor told me this. Uh, we used to meet uh, at 7 o'clock in the morning. And so the, the quest was, if you, are, if you meet me at 7, you're just, you're late. But if you meet me before 7 a.m., like a quarter to like 6.45, then you're ahead of time. So being ahead of time, you're on time. And if you're on time, you're really late. And I had to really adjust to that because my mentor was in depositing so much wisdom into me. And she, she's been where I wanted to go. And so we would meet at a restaurant. And so she said, if you be right at 7, you're going to pay for the breakfast. I'm just to eat some good breakfasts, right? And so, but she said, if you're ahead of time, 6.30, 6.45, then the, the breakfast is on me. I tell you, I got up, 5 o'clock, took my shower, put my clothes, I knew what I was going to wear. I got there at 6.30, waiting for her. Why? Because I knew I had to be on time. And we had a wonderful, wonderful meal and I had a wonderful, wonderful mentoring session that changed my life forever about being on time. And you know, when we allow people to waste our time because we're not on time, that's just time you can never retrieve back again. So think about it. Plan your time out. Sometimes you have to sit there and actually plan your time. I teach a, a Bible study fellowship on Tuesdays. And we're back in person now. We were doing it on Zoom uh, last year, of course. But I meet at a church, and the session doesn't start to 6.45. A lot of these women are getting off work, so I'm there at 5.30, setting up, praying, getting ready for the session. And so yesterday at our session, the women came in. They were excited. We were ready. And what an awesome time. And we started right on time, opened up with prayer, and got right into the lesson. And that just shows that those that came in a little late, they said, oh, I want to be here on time next week. I will leave work a little earlier because I want to be in the midst of this joyous time. And when people come in late, they miss a lot, you know. But if you're on time, you can determine that by your attitude, by your passion, by your energy, by your effort to be on time. So those are just a few of the nuggets I want to talk about today. Next week, I'll continue with the others, uh, other five. And um, 
enjoy your first fall day. In fact, in Michigan here is raining. The leaves are trying to change colors. So it's the beginning of a new season. So have a blessed day and we'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thank you.